Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Danielle. Good morning, Stella. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? I'm good, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> All right, well, we are on class number four. Today's date is January 24th, 2017. And we are going to do pretty much all practice today outside of any questions you have. Okay. Um, I've got a few questions. Um, uh, the first question is, um, in fact, I got frustrated this week because um, I suppose um, I was expecting a, uh, a little bit more in my connection. I mean, I suppose maybe I get too much greedy where I really want to uh, get better. And uh, like, for example, um, I, when I when I spoke uh, with Lyra, mm -hmm. and I've tried to connect with Daniel, with, um, with uh, Bubble ba um, Beetle Bailey. Okay. And um, I, I can't see, well, I can see sometimes really I'm not connecting. That I can see. But then I say, what did I do wrong? I mean, I've been granting myself. Uh, maybe it's true I'm a little bit in, in the, I, when I do it in the evening, maybe I'm a little bit less concentrated. I don't know. But uh, sometimes I don't understand why it doesn't work. Okay. Okay. So the... Two emails, the one that I responded to last night that I'm sure you got this morning, well, for you early Yes, day. yes. <laughs> okay. As well as the other one. When I look at your answers, they are wonderful. They're not 100% perfect, but I'd put them like in the 80% range. And you're getting more than one sentence. So when I have a lot, when I have had past students do the same sort of thing, most of the time they'll just give me a sentence. You're giving me multiple sentences. You're giving me more detail. Um, and that detail is correct. So I guess what I would encourage you to do is take a step back from your perfection goal, perhaps, or from your, yeah. you know, I want this, I want it this way, and I want it to look like this. Let go of that, Stella, because what you're getting is really good, and it's actually more advanced than where a lot of the beginners, I know you've had a little bit of training more so than them, but you're, you're actually doing far better than I think you are realizing, because you don't have anything to compare it to, but I can see and do that comparison for you. Um, okay. So if you're having trouble connecting with an animal, Beetle Bailey or, or any other animal, um, Oh, oh, for example, sorry to interrupt, um, Lyra, I, to, to get the answers, I went two or three times to make sure I got it right. Um, because sometimes uh, I really went back two or three times to make sure I got it really right. Um, okay, okay. So here's what I, I suggest to people regarding going back two to three times. Um, know that when you do that, you're doing that from a place of doubt. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I would encourage you to make as solid a connection as you can with the animal and to proceed with the questions 
And I mean, you can go back and check. There are times on occasion I'll go back and I'll check something with an animal. So it's not that you can't, but if you're doing it from a place of continual doubt, that doubt is going to continue to be pretty big in your energy field because attention, energy flows where attention goes. Okay. So um, make that best connection. Do your best to hear that answer as best you can and move on. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Also, so you are doing fantastic in these classes. I mean, I keep, I keep a record of everything that we, everybody we work with, every communication, like the quality of your work so far. I mean, you're doing fantastic. You really are. Okay. Um, and I, I know you can only take that based on my words, but again, when I compare you to other people, other students who have about the same sort of background coming to this work as you do, you're doing fantastic and you really need to know that. And um, let go of the doubts. Now here's the thing about doubts, worries, um, and your kind of expectations for yourself. These are all from the ego. These are okay. not, not from who you really are as an individual soul or as a being um, inside the body called Stella. So know that you can entertain those doubts and worries and concerns or since they are kind of um, going to drag you down a little bit and they are going to, you're going to beat yourself up with those <laughs> um, and you're going to create overly high expectations for yourself. That's really not in alignment with who you really are at soul level. So you might want to consider letting that go. And saying to yourself, okay, that little doubt's coming up. That need to check back on that answer's coming up. That, you know, whatever's coming up. And Danielle said it may come up. And Stella, here's the thing. I've been doing this work 11 years. And now and then, because I'm human, it still comes up for me. And I just kind of look at it, catch it, and be like, okay, I know you for what you are. <laughs> and I'm going to take a deep breath. And I'm going to drop lower than that egoic thought, that egoic idea, that questioning of myself. And I'm going to stay with the animal because the animal is giving me the best they can, the best they know how, and I want to be the best ACer that I know how. So to be the best at soul level, I've got to let go of the egoic stuff because the egoic stuff doesn't even fit in anywhere in intuitive work, really. Okay, lovely. I understand. Okay. And I went back uh, to uh, our previous lessons, lesson one and one lesson two, and I took uh, many notes to, in order to be, uh, so I was, I was happy with that as well. So just wanted to let you know. Uh, the third the question I wanted to speak about is, um, in fact, um, yes, I understand because I want to, in fact, behind that is I want to help. I want to help people with the animals. And of course now I can, I, some people come to me and they say, oh, we have that case, we would like you to speak to. So I start to really try. But of course it's people that I know and I try to be honest. And I say, look, I'm a beginner, I can try and, and see that. And that's where, um, it's not my ego, but it's really what I, I want. I wanted to know, um, how much do you charge if, if we want to work extra that one hour where I bring with some case and you can help me to, 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 to work on that case and how you should proceed and, um, 
for example, there's um, the neighbor's cat scratches himself a lot, and I've tried to connect with him, but uh, um, I don't get uh, enough information. In fact, and and that's where maybe I wanted to advise: should I I ask your help to work on those cases, or should I wait much more to be more? Yeah, that's why, in fact, I was frustrated because I, I want to help. And, um. Sure. Okay. So um, if we were to work with that cat, for example, I would still do it like a training type of thing. I would guide you, okay, consider asking this. Okay, yes, you're on the right track. Okay, or you're off. So let's look at this with him. Um, I wouldn't do the session for you, but I'd want you to really you know, dig deep and, and do the session, but I could guide you. And that would fall under one-on-one -on -one mentoring. If you okay. go under my website, learn to talkwithanimals.com, that website, yes. there is a, a section where you, it's one of the drop-down boxes. I forget which one it is, but it's, it's called student mentoring or one-on-one -on -one mentoring. And it's okay. a half an hour of mentoring is $50. So I keep uh -huh. it at a reduced rate because I, I want my students like you or students who have even taken this course completely who are having those moments of oh I just want a verification on what I'm hearing <laughs> is right or not that's a nice kind of a way of doing that together okay that's that answers my question thank you very much yes yes um, so let's talk about the help you're coming from a really genuinely beautiful place when you want to be of assistance to the animals and to the people they love um, know that your skill level is what it is right now and that even if you were to talk to that cat who's scratching, even though you may not feel the information is to the depth or degree that you're really wanting it to be, whatever depth you are at approaching that communication session would likely offer the owner something new, just the same. Okay? Okay. okay. So I tell people you give your best and you need to trust that that is enough. On some level, that is enough. Maybe it's not at the level the owner's wanting, but if you explain that you're a beginner as you did, then they know where your skill level's at. So I mean, you're, okay. you're being upfront and honest, and you're a lot, and they invited you to practice, and you're practicing, and um, when we judge our own work, Stella, that serves as like an energetic clamp that closes us down, it can affect our future communication sessions, it's criticism, I mean it, it is, so um, okay. you can say to the owner, you know, here's what I got, I feel like maybe it's not to the depth that you're looking for, but here is what I gave, you know, got, and if you feel like you need to reach out to somebody who's got more experience than me, you can do that as well. Okay, lovely. Yeah, good. All right, excellent. Um, and I will tell you, Stella, for the longest time, probably for a good six months to almost a year for me, I spent most of my time working with my open-minded family and friends on just the basic questions. Pets personality and all those things that could be verified. Um, I didn't entertain too many very uh, unusual questions, you know, like the owner was really curious about because I, for me, needed to kind of feel like I could um, nail those real basic questions because if those are right, chances are those things that the owner could never verify for me would be right too. Okay. okay. Good. Any other th questions on mind? No, it's okay. Thank you. Okay. So um, that was something I did want to ask you today. Do you feel ready, and sounds like you're already doing it, to practice outside of class? Um, how many outside of class practice sessions would you say you're doing a week? 
Um, I do one every day. Oh, very nice. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Good, good, good. Sometimes one, sometimes two, but I do it every day. I went on your site, but the question with Oliver, uh, we did it, uh, was uh, Franklin or Oliver, I can't remember, we did it already together, so I didn't do it. And Beetle B, because we did quite a lot of work on it, I didn't do it either because um, I just got the answer of, of Beetle Bailey was... Um, because all the others we work together because you said you and in fact that's very good to for you to speak about that um i got again the idea of you being outside in the streets you know when when you ask you the question where how did i meet uh, beetle bailey mm-hmm. um i got again you in the streets i don't know why because mm-hmm. you told me you went to to they were brought up to the rescue and they were mm-hmm. three kittens Yes, yes. And so, so the only thing I can think of is he was brought in off the street by a caring person into the shelter. Okay, so, so that's that, why I wanted to ask you. Yeah. And um, for, the, for the, the trims of the nails, he hates it and you have to keep it very strongly? Um, trimming his nails, he, he grumbles. He'll let me do it. He's, he's not a major problem. He grumbles, he'll growl a little bit, but he's... He doesn't try to bite me or run away or anything like that. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. And and that's what I do. I do once minimum every day. And and I've tried um, with my own animals to go down to my heart center, Mm -hmm. um, not to communicate because with my animals I, I, I really struggle. But um, I just try to get down much, um, much more than before. Good. Excellent. Excellent. And yeah, so I think the only turtle we haven't communicated with was, is Oliver. Okay. So, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Skip and do whoever you're drawn with. Those are just extra practices. Okay. So, very good. All right. Well, excellent. Well, keep up the good practice work. Excellent, because that's really what you need to do to immerse yourself in this. And who did you want to work with? I sent you four pictures this morning. Yes. Um, well, I, I got two uh, because I think I've got the others. Um, I am strongly attracted to um, to Hannah because I, I would not live far away from you. I would adopt her because she's beautiful and I love horses. I'm a love addict. <laughs> I'm a horse addict. No, nice. Nice. Now, do you own horses? Um, my lovely horse died one year ago in September, so I had him for 30 years. Okay, okay, very good. Well, that's nice that you've got horse knowledge, because you can always draw off of that in asking ideal questions when you talk to horses. Excellent. All right, well, we'll talk with Hannah. So, um, yeah, so information on her, 10 years old, quarter horse, mare, uh, she is up for adoption currently here in the state I live in, here in Colorado. Um, I do have a little brief biography on her from the rescue, on the rescues page, but I'm not going to present that to you because I want you to go in with a clear, empty mind. Yes, okay. And I, nor, well, I haven't worked with this horse. So when we connect with her, you're going to need to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is, you know, uh, Stella. I'll say, hi, my name is Danielle, and I am here because... I, I have a student that wants to practice her listening skills. May she and I practice asking you questions and listening to you. If she gives us a yes, then we're, we're fair game to proceed. If she says, no, I'm not interested, 
then we'll have to, you know, honor that and skip to somebody else. Okay, but, okay, lovely. No problem with that. Okay, so let's both of us go ahead and drop down first and then connect. Can she say yes? Okay, excellent. And I'm going to double check on my end. So, Hannah, I have a student to work with. May we both practice our listening skills and asking you questions. Okay, yes, absolutely. She's very interested in this. Good. Do you want to come up with a question, Stella, or do you want me to? Um, I can start. And <laughs> okay. Okay, I can start. So say your first question out loud so I know what it is, too. So I've asked her uh, what kind of guardian she would like to have, and she said a woman, a short woman. Okay, so let me check. So, Hannah? She would prefer a female, definitely. Did you tell Stella a shorter female? She says, well, that's what I've had before. So there's a familiarity with that. So yes, oh, okay. good. Okay. okay. And, and when you ask your question, go ahead and ask it out loud so that I can get the answer okay. at the same time you're getting okay. the answer. Okay, lovely, okay. Um, Danielle, how old is she? Sorry. 10. She's 10. So what's your question? Because I want to get the answer at the same time you're getting the answer. Yeah, okay. So I would like to know why um, she's at the rescue center. Okay, great. And, um, and she tells me that uh, a guardian couldn't keep her. So I'm going to ask her now why your guardian couldn't keep you. Because they were moving. Okay. They couldn't take you. They're moving in town. Can you check, Danielle? <laughs> yep, yep, if you're done getting your information, yes. So um, I hear her, yes, she, yeah, she was given up. It even says here in the profile, surrendered by a loving owner in crisis. Okay. Sorry? It says here in the, the biography online, she was indeed surrendered by a loving owner in crisis. Okay. And when I asked her, so Hannah, was that truth? Was that because there was a move happening? She says there was a, yes, there was transition or moving happening for her person. Yes, good. Okay. I'm going to ask her, what do you, what do you like doing, Nana? Are you jumping? Or do you like dressage? Or... She doesn't like much to jump, she tells me. Okay, that's correct. But she likes eventing. She likes to go outside very fast. Okay, let me ask her that. Did you say that? You like to go outside? So I see her, yes, standing outside. When I ask her, what is this image about, please? It's about just being out in nature, the fresh air. Uh, I see her moving slow. Did you tell Stella any information about moving fast outside? She says all of it. 
I like to move slow, I like to move fast, and everything in between. And this is totally her being a horse, no, no human part of it. Yes, that's what I got. Good. Um, and when you are ridden, Hannah, what do you enjoy doing with your rider? she would like to try to teach people which well to learn at the same time than the rider um, I can see her in the arena enjoying to try to work okay good I see her in an arena too also working good so let me ask you so is that like lessons training new new people lessons is that what you're getting yeah okay so Hannah Truth, do you like lesson training with people? I hear her say no. When I ask, what were you? She Okay, so go back to that image or piece of information, Stella. Go back to it and ask her, what does this mean, mean then? So she just, yeah, she doesn't want to work hard. She just wants to be in the arena. And, and she wants to be ridden in the arena. She doesn't want to work hard, but she says she wants to... Yeah, she, she, she wants to work, I don't know, but not hard. She wants to, to be ridden in the arena. I don't get much of that. Okay, okay. What you're getting is correct, though. Yeah, she doesn't want to work hard. I get the same thing, but she does want to be worked. She wants a rider on her excuse me, on her back, and she does want to, yeah, be enclosed in the arena. Ask her, what if you were to do trail riding? How would you feel about that? Um, sorry, Danielle, I don't know what's trail riding. So trail riding is just where a person rides their horse out on a, a pathway, a dirt pathway, a dirt trail. Uh, outdoor. Outdoor. Okay. Okay, I will ask her. Yeah, she says she loves it. She would love it. Mm -hmm. She likes to be outside. Yes. So I get a yes to that. Good. Okay. So it says here in the biography, Hannah is not suitable as a Gymkhana horse, which I don't know much about Gymkhana, but here in the States, it's some sort of... Um, work or something you do with a horse. I think you're playing games with the horse. I, I, mm, well, Jim Kenna is kind of yeah, uh, playing games, but it's hard on the horses because they have to go fast, stop, and um, it's, it's, you have, they have to be very obedient. Okay. It's, it's very hard work. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You just enlightened me there. <laughs> so it <laughs> says here in the bio that she's not suitable as a Jim Kenna horse as she has slight performance anxiety. Now, here's the thing. When people write stuff in a biography on an animal, they may be right on, they may be completely off. So let's, you know, kind of take it with a grain of salt what was written here and ask her, do you feel that you have performance anxiety when you do Gymkhana? She doesn't 
doesn't like the people around. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I hear her say, ignoring my question, going right to, I don't like it. I just don't like all of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just got, um, no, I don't like the, I don't like being here with all the people around. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let me ask her. So is it about the people too? I don't like it. Yeah. She says, I don't like the people. I don't like, she doesn't like anything about it. It's not fun for her. <laughs> so okay. what they're interpreting as performance anxiety is just a horse who really just doesn't like to do it, do, do it all. Good. Um, what else do you want to ask her? Okay. I've asked, um, do you have any friends you miss? And she said, yes, the, she had a friend, she had a dog. Okay. So... Do you have any friends? She says yes. And was one of them a dog that you told Stella about? I hear yes. To me, it looks like a little, you know, color. Here's the thing about color. Color can come through true, but it doesn't always. <laughs> so okay. I happen to see a smallish dog. I get a good sense of a curlyish kind of coat and whitish. Yeah, it's the same for me. Well, like gray, um, beige, whitish. Yeah, okay, so you're getting beige. Yep, yep, yep. Good. Okay. So yeah. Okay, maybe we can. I can move to your questions because I, I get lost now with the question. What you ask? Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Let's see. So, ask Stella about her education as far as being a riding partner. What you'll find is some horses have tons of background and know how to ride and do a lot of different things underneath their owner as the owner's riding, and other horses are like really new to learning how to be a riding partner. see that she can do, she can do some dressage she enjoys that in fact you can I think she enjoys being pretty and um, and do some dressage okay yes yes to dressage she says good so go back to that experience now that's one particular angle of experience the dressage if you were to kind of put her in one of three categories is she a beginner you know, being newly trained into riding. Is she a beginner? Is she kind of middle of the road? Or is she a highly experienced horse? I'm going to ask her. She tells me she's a highly experienced horse. Yes, I hear that from her as well. Good. Oh, that's good because I was doubting. Maybe like, oh, okay, okay. No, you're right. And it says here that she has done. She's done so many things. She's done the gymkhana in the past. She's done trail riding. Um, it says that she is a very smart, willing, and athletic mare with a solid training foundation. Oh. Okay. And that's a nice question. If you were working with a horse in a rescue that somebody, you know, client was thinking of adopting. You could talk with that animal they're thinking about adopting and kind of get an idea of how much riding experience it has. Okay. That would be helpful to an owner. And do, and do, do they know? Do, do they oh, yeah. can value themselves? Yeah. Yep. I find they know. And the ones that are highly experienced and who like it will often go on and on about how I can do this and I can do that. And <laughs> I'm skilled in this area. They're very proud of themselves and their accomplishments. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Good. 
Alright, so ask her, do you understand that you are up for adoption? She's surprised. Um, I don't know. I got the idea. She's surprised. Okay, so ask her what does that mean? Uh, she doesn't understand why um, it happened that way. Okay, okay. So there's a lot of, I get a lot of confusion around why it is as it is. So yes, you're getting surprised and getting confusion. Same idea. This horse doesn't have a full understanding that she's up for adoption. She kind of gets it, but she doesn't have the full picture. Yeah. So, we can be of service here to this horse in explaining why she's up for adoption. So would you like to try explaining and say it out loud so I can hear you uh, okay. why she is where she is? Because we know a little bit about that. Owner had to give her up. Okay, so I will, I will, I will speak to her. So Anna, Anna, you're guardianed to move away and they couldn't take you. So now you are in that rescue center for somebody to come and, and take you. And if you, if you, you, I hope you can feel good. And um, the person is going to come and try you to see if you can fit together. And because your guardian couldn't take you, that's why you are in that center. So some people might be coming to see you and try you to see if you can fit together. Okay, well done. Good job. Now ask her, do you understand what I said? Just say yes. Good. And ask her, so how do you feel emotionally? How are you doing there at the rescue? She says she's well treated at the rescue. Emotionally, she's a bit sad. Yes. She's a bit sad that the guardian left her. Yes, she is. She is. Um, See, so here's what I might say to a horse like this, and I'll model it out loud. Uh, so, Hannah, I am sorry that the situation is what it is and that you lost your prior guardian. With that said, know that you can always telepathically reach out to your guardian in order to get a sense of where they are, how they're doing in life, and perhaps that will allow you to continue. Um, it's a distant relationship, but still a relationship or friendship at, a, at that kind of level. Do you understand what I'm saying? She says she does, but she's still sad, and I'm going to say okay. When you find the right match, the right fit, perhaps that sadness will kind of dissipate, go away. She hopes for that. So you see how you can, when you hear stuff from an animal and they say, I'm sad about this, I'm angry about that, you don't have to just leave them in that sadness or anger. You can stop and talk to them like you would talk to a friend, just like we did. Okay. Okay. Good. So ask her, are you in a corral or turned out with any other horses or are you by, turned out by yourself at the rescue these days? She shows me she's in the corral outside. Are you alone, Anna? No, she's with a pinto. 
Okay. Yeah. I get one to two other horses with her. Good. Good. Well, I can see only one. Do I ask her if Anna, is there another one? There's a small pony, but she said there's a pinto and a small pony. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, I get one to two, and when I ask her why the number change one to two, it feels like it depends on who comes out that day. Okay. As far as is, is one a pony, um, she says she calls it a pony because it's shorter than her. <laughs> so uh, okay. to, her, to, to a human, it may not truly be a pony, but to her, it's a pony. That's fine. Okay. What about one that's a pinto, which my definition of pinto is multicolored, bicolored perhaps. She says there's a bicolor around here, yes. But it's not with her? Uh, is it turned out with you? At times, yes. Okay. Yep. Good. Alright. So ask her, it doesn't say here in the profile, but ask her how many weeks or months have you been in this rescue? Okay. Hannah, how many months and weeks have you been in that rescue? I've got the idea of 10 weeks. Okay, good. I get the idea of one month. One month is, well, oh wait, one month is four weeks. Okay, so we are a little uh, different. So we are a little bit Okay, okay. I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah. Off. Okay, so yeah, we've got differences. That's okay. Can, can you ask her? Maybe she would. Well, yeah, I, when I ask her, I get one month as the answer, so four weeks. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Let's ask her to describe her personality. And this is from her perspective. And we're asking her to describe it with people. Okay. She loves people. She looks for treats. Yes. She's alert. She's a what? Alert, full of uh, life and um, quite... Um, um, she's present. That's what I wanted to say. She's present. When you are with her, she, she's aware and she's um, attentive to what happens. Yes, yes, yes. And you're right. She does like people. There's a positive association. She likes to be with humans. Yes. And treats. She says, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've had those before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> good, good. All right. Is there anything else you want to ask her? Um, Anna, would you cop to be in a stable? Or do you need to? Well, do you would you like to cop with being a stable? No, she says she would like to be outside. Okay, so let me see what she says for me. There is more of an outdoor reference. Yes, indeed. She'd prefer that much of the time, if not all of the time, versus a stable yeah. or a stall. Mm. Good. Now, we can always ask questions of an animal that is in a rescue or shelter about what it is they desire. In an ideal world, Hannah, what kind of riding would you like to do? Now, this you know, we know she can do a lot of different things, but what does she want to ideally do with her future person? Okay. She brings me back to the arena. And maybe dressage. Okay. So arena work, she says yes. Dressage work. Anything that's light and easygoing, she says. 
Correct. Yes. Yeah. Because when she's under pressure, what happens? How does she behave or respond? She backs. She shows uh-huh. me she backs. Backs up. I get that too. Ask her, what's that about? She just unhappy, so she just backs. Perfect. I hear I'm unhappy, I'm not happy, I don't like it, so I'm backing up. Very, very good. Well done. Well done. Do you have backing up or do you... I got backing up. I saw her literally backing up, which made me ask, what's that about? Which is why I prompted you to ask, what's that about? Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Excellent. Remember, we're not going to necessarily see the same things, but for a few of these questions, we did happen to see the same thing. (laughs) Exact, which is cool. All right, very good. Anything else you want to ask her? And if not, we'll switch animals. Okay. I'm just going to try to concentrate. Okay, I think I just uh, got the idea as well. She wants to have a woman much more, preferably. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's still consistent with our first question. You got it. <laughs> Excellent. So she would I'm like. Gonna... I think I've asked her as well, and she, I think she would like to have dogs around. I can have the feeling. Can okay. you ask her? Yeah, I'll ask. So, Hannah Truth, do you want to have dogs around? Friendly dogs, of course, in the future. I don't mind them, she says. It's fine to have them around. Did you actually ask Stella to have them, you know, let her know that you want them around? She says, not particularly, but I have a familiarity with them. So, what you might yeah. be picking up, Stella, is just the fact that this horse has had dogs around as like a regular experience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So we'll thank her. So thank you, Hannah. Thank you very much, Hannah. Disconnect. And what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. What, what is mine is mine. What is yours is yours. <laughs> Excellent. Very, very good. How'd you feel about that? I loved it. <laughs> it's <laughs> a shame great. she's far away. Otherwise, I would adopt her. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Who do you want to work with next? Um, I think um, if I understood well, Mackenzie um, is a cat that passed away. Yes. Yep. Have you worked with past animals before? No. Um, I've tried. I've connected with my horse once, but um, I've never worked with past animals. Okay. So there's no difference between a past animal and a living animal. If you were working with a past one for a client, you would still want name, age, breed, gender, photo. And you would want to ask them additionally, approximately when did they pass? Because there's a big difference between when they passed, you know, three days ago and, you know, versus 30 years ago, right? Okay. And that also lets you know if their pet just passed away and it's, it was three days ago, that also tells you where the owner's heart may be. Yes. Okay. So Mackenzie yeah. passed away, oh gosh, five years ago for me. Mm-hmm. And he was 14 years old when he passed. Okay. So connect with him. It was your him. cat? It was your cat? Today? Yes, yes. The rest of these animals today are all mine. Okay. Yep. So go ahead, drop down and connect. Can see Mackenzie, Mackenzie, Mackenzie. Okay, he's got there. Excellent. And do you want to ask questions or do you want me to? 
I'm just going to ask him how did you pass away? Okay. Like in his basket? He was in his basket. So recheck. Trap them suddenly. Say that word again. I didn't hear you. Trap. I think it has got trapped. Mm, possibly. Ask him what does that mean? It's like his back legs are trapped somewhere. He cannot move away. Okay, so the unable to move away aspect is true. There was no trap there, but that's okay. Ask him, show me. Can you show me the environment you were in? Inside, outside, or whatever. It's outside? It was run over? Nope. Nope. So I'm going to have you take a deep breath. Drop down deep. And let's let's change our, our change change our angle of the question. See if we can get you on track. So ask him: Were you emotionally calm or distraught? I'll tell you, it was one or the other. Were you calm or distraught when you exited your body? Distraught. So actually, the opposite. Oh, shame. Oh, That's okay. okay. That's okay. So now that you know that, allow that truth to kind of you know permeate you. So he was calm when he left his body. Okay, good. Ask him what part of your body was the vet were the vets working on? I've got the back leg. So recheck. Are the in this? The stomach, the stomach come in or? No, 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 that's okay. Let's do this. Okay. Let's ask some totally different questions and we'll come back around to this and play with it later. Okay. Okay. All right, good. So um, go ahead and ask Mackenzie how he felt about me as person. He loved you. Yes, he did. And ask him, how did he show that in a physical way? I can see him wrapping, you, you carried him? Yes. And he was having his cheek against yours and wrapping. Yes, yes, we did that all the time. Good. Oh, sweet. And ask him where he slept at night. With you. Yes. And he always had a particular area of my body he slept around. Around your hair? Um, not quite, but it's definitely in the upper part of my body. See if you can yeah. narrow it down on that. So not my hair or my head, but where? On your neck. Closer to that, yeah, yeah. Chest, stomach, neck area. Yes, he would actually he would put the back of his head up against my neck, so that's correct. Good. And ask him... How did he feel about living with the other three cats? Again, he liked Eliza. Yes, he did live, live with Eliza as well. 
How did he feel about Beetle Bailey? I didn't like. No, I'm, I, I'm confused here. Okay. So remember, our animals will tend to answer us in um, we like, we dislike, or kind of like I could take them or leave them neutral. <laughs> okay, okay. So then he didn't. He just watches Peter Bailey, but not much, much than that. There you go. Yeah, and that would be accurate. Yeah, they were fine. He was cordial with Beetle, but not a big deal. Not a huge bond there, and not a dislike either. Good. Uh, he also lived with Lyra, the black cat. How'd you feel about Lyra? I doesn't like Lyra. Recheck. Well, yeah, I got the opposite now. Okay, the opposite is correct. Yeah, it was very interesting. Lyra and Mackenzie were the only two cats. I mean, in the beginning, Lyra only bonded with him. And he totally accepted her, which blew my mind considering she was a very, she was a ruffian. <laughs> she was very difficult in the beginning. <laughs> Good. Okay. So ask him what tricks he needed to do for treats. I can see a jaw. What does he do with a jaw? He sits. Yes. Anything else? And he meows. Yes. And what else? He puts his paws up. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and he's got two more tricks. See if you can get one more. He's, he's, I don't know how to say that in English. He stretches. <laughs> Let me ask him. Mackenzie, did you think stretching was a trick? He says no, but he feels you're on the right track. So go back and ask him, what's this about? change our line of questioning. Ask him what games he liked to play with Danielle. Do you throw him the ball? A ball? A small ball? Oh, very close. I would throw him pieces of kibble, dry kibble, across the smooth floor and he would go and chase it. Oh, okay. So in this case it's not a ball, but the whole idea is very accurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was, it, it's a kind of, for me I was seeing like a piece of wool. I don't know. A piece of ruler? And a piece of um, wool. Like, uh, like a bowl of wool. I don't know. Oh, like I a bowl of, oh, of wool. Okay, gotcha. Of okay. Wool. Okay. Yep. Sorry. No, you're good. We say things differently. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I will tell you there were little toy balls in the house. It's possible he could be showing you that, and he on occasion would chase those. Um, and it, interesting that you describe it as a ball of wool because the balls that I had were plastic balls that balls that were cage-like with a little bell in them. Ah, uh, yes, okay. So, so that could be, yeah, like that, good. Ask him, where, when you live with Danielle, did she have you as an indoor-only cat or indoor-outdoor? 
by the idea of boss. Okay, he was indoor only. Mm -hmm. He was only indoor? Yep, he was indoor. Yep. Okay. Now I got him from uh, an animal shelter where I used to vet tech. Ask him, why are you there at the shelter for a year when you're so beautiful? Why didn't people adopt you? Because he was hiding. Okay, okay, he was a little shy with people. Good, this is correct. And ask him, did he want to sit on people's laps at the shelter? No, he didn't want to. to he, he was hiding. He didn't want to come to see the people. Okay, good. Yes, he was kind of keeping himself closed off <laughs> from other people. Good. Ask him, were you a lap cat with Danielle? Yes, he was. Yes. Yes, good. Ask him, how did you feel about being held by people at the shelter? He didn't like it. Good. And ask, how would you behave if people tried to pick you up? It would scratch. It yes. would try to run away. Yes, good. And ask him or try to feel what emotional state were you in when they would pick you up? It was panicking. Yes, well done. Good, good, good. And ask him, did that ever change with Danielle? Yeah, I can see at the beginning it was um, very dis distant and he was watching a lot and it, it took him some time and then after he really gained your trust, he, he trusted you a lot. Yes, all of that's correct. And it took a couple of years, but I was eventually able to start picking him up. And nobody else ever could, but his response was lovey-dovey in a way that I'd never seen him act at the shelter. And that was the reason why I... I so, Stella, my backstory is this cat came in and I was like, Oh my God, what a gorgeous cat. And I always had this thing about I, I would not adopt young adult cats because I knew that, if they, especially if they were beautiful, they get adopted very easily. I often adopted the older seniors or the shy ones that nobody else wanted. Okay, uh -huh. So uh -huh. I held off for a whole year because I was like, somebody is going to adopt this beautiful cat. <laughs> and it didn't happen. So I couldn't stand it anymore after a year of being in a cage. I finally adopted him. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yes. Good. I feel, um, sorry, I feel the same as, um, I mean, I had four dogs and they all died of old age. And, um, and my daughter got very sick when, when my last dog dies of old age. She got very sick. So it took me a year um, for very bad year but then after um i didn't have any dogs because i travel and it's not easy but i feel like um i'd like to get one a special one but i'd like to get uh, an old one as well but i need to be sure not to travel too much and and i feel like i need to go to the rescue and do the same try to get one where it's it's a special one you know uh-huh <laughs> uh -huh. i hear you and um, I've always had in the back of my head of uh, foster, I mean, I, I dog fostered, 
And it was like, you know what, for those people out there that travel a lot and don't want to commit to a lifetime of a dog, they could always foster a dog, even if it's a senior dog. And then the nice thing about that is when you go on vacations, the rescues will always, you know, find a place for that dog temporarily till you return. Oh, okay. But yeah. it must be confusing for the dogs, huh? Um, I don't, I, I explain it to the dogs. Oh, so. Okay, so I need to improve because I've got two cats as well, so... Oh, okay. Uh, yep, that, that changes it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, good. So let's go back around. So ask Mackenzie, um, what area of the body were the vets working on when you passed out of your body? So now he shows me his mouse. Yes, ask him why were, what were they doing? They were cleaning his teeth. Yes, why were they cleaning his teeth? I got my mouse like yummy, uh, like um, gummy things, I don't know. Yeah, his uh, mouth was really bad. <laughs> good, 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 good. So ask him, did you anticipate before Danielle brought you in to, uh, you know, the dental for the dental that day that you were going to pass away? No. Correct. And ask him, why did you pass away? His heart stopped. Yes. Yeah, there was something up with the heart. Good. And ask him, were you okay with that decision? No, I was sad. So recheck. Now, yeah, he says it's okay for him to go yes. for his trip. So he was actually given a choice while he was under anesthesia, okay? So uh -huh. this is what he's explained. He was given a choice of staying in body or being able to help me better by being crossed over. Ask him if he wants to add any comment to that. says he can help better from where he is and is yes. more peaceful he's got more light he's lighter he, yeah he's more at peace yes good and ask him how did danielle take it you were not happy about it you were you were sad and yes and it wasn't expected yes Yes. Good. Very, very good. So, um, ask him, are you going to uh, plan on reincarnating to Danielle in this lifetime or no? No, he's well where he is. Okay. That's what I get. So I get, um, he is going to reincarnate, but I don't get any time soon. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So that's why he feels like staying down there a little bit more. Yeah. And can I ask him if he's going to... So Mackenzie, if you reincarnate, are you going to reincarnate as a cat or okay. as a dog? Okay, sure. He says as a cat. Yes, good. Ask him, have you ever been a tiger in a lifetime? Yes. Uh-huh. Good. So just know they can switch species. 
And you know, the tiger is my spiritual guide. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Very, very good. So, um, yeah, I didn't anticipate that Mackenzie was going to transition, you know, go die underneath the anesthesia during the dental. Um, but I can tell you the vet called me and she was like, you know, we are just finishing done cleaning his teeth. We're about to wake him up. Just letting you know everything went well. I said, okay, great. We hung up off the phone. And at that point I tuned into Mackenzie and I knew he was under anesthesia, but you can still talk to an under animal under. And, um, I said, how are you doing? They're about to wake you up. And he said, well, I'm leaving now. And I said, what do you mean you're leaving now? And that's when my hackles went up. Right. And he said, well, it's time for me to go. I said, you're waking up, right? And he said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they called me back five minutes later saying they lost him. So it was like, oh, I mean, he did talk to me about it and there was a part of me that didn't want to hear what he was telling me. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's okay. I mean, things are... And so you uh, can speak uh, to him while he was under anesthesia? Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, it was his choice for him to go, uh, to pass away. It was. He yeah. was prevent presented with a, a choice of, oh, well, you can stay in body, but you could also help Danielle bigger by actually transitioning. So he works with a lot of light, um, uh, just a lot of uh, high energy vibration, if you will, and with me particularly, even to this day. And he just, he's been helping like me to accelerate is my understanding of it, my vibration to a degree. So know that oh, okay. animals can do things on the other side. A lot of them will have jobs and we'll talk to more future in the future with more animals that are past and ask them about the various jobs. But that's one of the things he does on the other side. A lot of people think animals are like people will sit around playing harps and having wings. And that's really, <laughs> that's not so. <laughs> Maybe I can send you a picture of my horse, and if we have to work on past animals, maybe we can work on with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, do you feel ready to actually spend an entire class working with your own animal family, living or past? Yeah, I can, but, okay. um, yes, if you, if you are there to support me, I feel ready. Okay, I mean, okay. Do you want to leave that, want to aim for that for our next meeting then, or do you want to push it out further? Maybe the once in two in two we can still do one on on yours and then the next one we can do mine. Okay. Um, I have two cats here and um, I would love to speak to my horse. Of course, I had almost eight dogs. I rescued some dogs. I always had wee pets and German shepherds. Okay. Um, and I had um, four horses. Oh, nice, nice. Mm, but I, I only have two cats now. Okay, okay, that's fine. All right, great. So we'll plan on uh, class five, which is next time. I'll bring the animals. Class six, I've got a note here, will be your animals. So um, as it gets closer or whenever you've got time, send me the photographs of the animals on your end that you want to reserve for class six. And we'll talk okay, more about lovely. that as it gets closer. Okay? Okay, lovely. Okay. All right. So make sure you disconnect from Mackenzie. What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. You even want to say that with past animals. Okay. And uh, we are set for today. You did great. How did you feel you did with, with Mackenzie? Oh, I'm going to say to Mackenzie yet. Hello, Mackenzie. Thank you very much. What is yours is yours. What is mine is mine. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now I feel, I mean... Like you see at the beginning of Mackenzie, I couldn't, um, why was that? Because I was not deeper enough or because I was 
changing? Or? I'm really not sure why, but I can tell you what I observed as we started getting those questions where you started to know Mackenzie, you know, what's your personality like with your person. You, as you started to know him, it became a whole lot easier for your flow to pick up, and by the time we got back to that question, you were right on. So what I find, Stella, sometimes is when I work with a new animal that I've never met before for a client, there are going to be times where you know the owner wants to dive in with questions, but that animal or and I feel like we got to kind of tend to take a moment to get to know each other. And okay. I will ask them questions about, hey, what do you want to tell your person about you or something you want to tell me about me or about you to me personally. And you kind of establish that rapport. Okay. And then you proceed into those questions. Now, you don't have to do it that way, but sometimes if you feel like you're getting things off or you don't feel like you got a good connection, start with the basics and then okay. build up. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Okay. All right. Well, we are set for today. Okay. Lovely. It went very fast. Okay. <laughs> Thank, thank you very much, Danielle. You're and welcome. I will keep practicing and sending you the, um, the feedbacks then. Yes. Yes. Please do. And if you want to send more than one at a time, that's welcome too. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> thank you very much. And I'll uh, speak to you next week. Then. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.